0: Each time I push away a forbidden desire, it becomes more intense. I feel like I need to deal with it instead of ignoring it. What can I do? So first of all, it's important to know what it says in Chassidus, that the mind is the key to the heart, which means when I think about something, the mind will react and fail, whether it's anger or love or other feelings. And if I don't think about it, if I'm ignoring it and dismissing it in my mind, I won't have those feelings in my heart. To give an example, there was a famous Rebbe, his name was the Majnitzah Rebbe. He had to go through an operation. And I don't know if he couldn't take it or it wasn't available then to have anesthesia. And he told them they shouldn't worry. He was famous for composing Hasidic Nagunim. And he told him he's going to compose a new nigan. And when they see that he's heavily into the nigan, they can start cutting, he's not going to feel any pain. And that's what happened. He's composed a new nigan, which is known by the words of Eila Eskara, has 31 stanzas, because it had to last for the operation. And he felt no pain. Even though he's a rebbe. And certainly was capable of performing miracles but this wasn't so much of a miracle, something natural the mind was so focused on what he was doing that he felt no physical pain and if this is so with physical pain, it's surely this way with emotional pain that the more we think about it, the more pain we'll feel, and if we were able to divert our thoughts and dismiss it from our minds and not think about painful things, we wouldn't be feeling the pain. And the same is with burning desires to do something not permissible. It's the thought that brings it to the heart. And if we were to dismiss it from the mind, it would be dismissed from the heart. To explain a little bit more clearly, we know that one of the fundamental principles of the entire Tanya is the idea that every person could control and has the ability to control thought, speech, and action. And people ask, okay, speech I can control, action we can control, but how could you control thought? It feels like thought is something which is impossible to control. But the truth is, it only feels that way, but it's not really true. And why does it feel that way? Because speech is something I can stop. A person could stop speaking. Action is something a person could stop. I can stop action. Thought can't be stopped. It's impossible not to think. In fact, even when we're sleeping, we're thinking. And that's what dreams are all about. So even though we cannot stop ourselves from thinking, but we have the power to change the content of my thoughts, what I'm thinking about. And therefore, that's something which is within our power, to think about something else. So when a person is experiencing a desire for something which is not permissible. It's because they're thinking about it. If they would dismiss it from their mind, it would be dismissed from their heart. So if it's so simple, why doesn't everybody do that? One of the reasons is that the way people do it is not sufficient. There's an expression in Tanya that when a thought comes to your mind, push it away with two hands. And the way this is explained is, obviously there's a way of pushing away a negative thought with one hand, and there's a way of pushing away a negative thought with two hands. Pushing away with one hand is the common way that people would do it. If a thought comes to my mind about something which is inappropriate, something which is depressing, something which I know is destructive for me, usually the person says to himself, don't think about it because it's not good, it'll lead to this or it'll lead to that. It's not good for this reason or it's not good for that reason. That's called pushing it away with one hand. Because on one hand you're pushing it away, but on the other hand, you're giving attention to that thought. You're thinking about it. And by giving it attention, you're giving it substance. And the more you give it substance, you strengthen that thought that it should keep coming back and it keep coming back to my mind. Because you're entertaining the thought. Pushing away with two hands means that I just ignore, I just switch and I th- change the subject. Think about something totally different. And uh, when I do that, I'm ignoring the thought. And when the thought is ignored and dismissed, it's not given any substance, and slowly, slowly, slowly but surely, it stops reoccurring and coming back to my mind. And if the thought is not there, then the desire will not be there. Just to use a muscle, which always comes to mind when I think of this subject, is that if a person would have an individual that is always knocking at your door, ringing your doorbell, a person's annoying, and it's not something that you want to spend time, but you have no choice. They keep coming back and coming back. There are three possibilities. One possibility is you want to be nice, so you open the door, you invite them in, sit down, give him coffee and cake, sit there for two, three hours listening to what he has to say, you can be guaranteed that he'll come back again. The other possibility is, no, you don't open the door, you don't let him in, but you're standing by the door and you spend an hour explaining to him why you're not letting him in. He'll still be coming back because you are giving him the attention. But what if you ignore the doorbell and you don't answer, not inviting him in and not rejecting, just don't answer as if he's not there, you can be sure that within a small period of time, this person will stop bringing your doorbell. And that's the way it is with a thought. When a thought that's negative comes to my mind and I entertain the thought, that in itself gives it substance and strength to keep coming back. When I push it with one hand, which means I'm rejecting it, but I'm dealing with it and sort of talking to myself why I shouldn't be thinking about it, I'm still entertaining the thought and still giving it strength by pushing it away. But by ignoring it and dismissing it completely, just change the subject, that thought will not come back so soon. It'll come back again, and you push it away again and again, and eventually the thought disappears. And if the thought is gone, then the desire in the heart will also be gone. And... I once spoke about the subject in a class and someone said that they read in a, an article of, actually of a therapist who today therapists are more and more thinking along these lines of positive reinforcements don't give substance to the negative negative. and he said to them don't feed the cat when you feed a cat it keeps coming back and he put it in an interesting way that cat is an acronym for three words counterproductive attitudes and thoughts. Don't feed the cat and they won't come back. But this is something which the origin of this is in Torah and in Hasidus, push it away with two hands and the thought won't be there and the desire won't be.